Welcome to my podcast, Exploring Past Lives with Karen Joy. I am Karen Joy. For over a decade, I've been doing regressions with people who want to experience a past life and sometimes their life between lives. I'm the author of several books, including the groundbreaking book, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, How Our Challenging Past Lives Shape Our Future. In this unique podcast, I speak to people who have actually experienced one or more past lives. Some have also visited their life between lives, which is also known as the afterlife. Come with me now to learn what can happen in a past life regression, what a past life experience is like, how it unfolds, and how it impacts on our current lives. Today, I've got with me Chris, who's going to talk about his regression, and I'm very excited to have you on the show, Chris. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to to see you again. Yeah, it's great to have you. And to learn about your regression, which is uh, what you did, would it be a month ago or so? Uh, yeah, three, four weeks ago, I think now. Yeah, yeah. that's what I remember, yeah. something like that. And so you've had a little bit of time to uh, re- reflect and yeah. we're excited to have you here. So I'll ask you a few questions here about how you first came to your spiritual perspective because most people are interested in how yeah. you have that. And Would you like to share that with us? Uh, yeah, look, it's, it's been a bit of a kind of zigzag journey for me in my spiritual perspective. I've gone kind of from pillar to post with it, I guess. I guess um, I always felt spiritually connected as a young child, uh, not so much in the sense of, uh, you know, I grew up Catholic and we did go to Catholic school, but I don't know, I always kind of questioned that kind of monotheistic faith or that kind of religious structure as such and always veered to more um the spirituality aspects of it i just i don't know one of the questions i always asked as a child that you know as a really young child was you know when we're when we're looking at different faiths and i obviously grew up in that catholic faith was you know there's so many other religions out there and the people who practice those religions believe in that God or that faith as much as we really believe in Catholicism, right? So what makes us correct and what makes them wrong? So I guess uh-huh. I always had that questioning. Um, and then when because I Because people were so adamant about their faith that they correct, were... Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah why, do, why, what makes us right, you know, because... Yeah at the end of the day it's you know there's nothing concrete when it comes to faith right like that's why it's called faith because you're having faith in it so yeah so it just it was something that I always questioned but I always felt like there was something more there um and then I guess as I got a little bit older um I became a little bit more scientific minded and then there was the big kind of atheistic movement um that came through and I kind of got on that bandwagon a little bit and and then when I really in the past kind of six seven years uh, particularly when I started to work with plant medicines like ayahuasca that's when it started to come back to that kind of I guess when I was a child and when I um, you know had that okay. 
had that more spirit. So that's interesting in itself that you that you've used uh, plant medicines as they're called ayahuasca mm-hmm. before. So you've had some experiences that have what increased or had an impact on your spirituality. Yeah, I mean, I did have some some kind of out there experiences when I was a child as well. When I was a teenager, like dreams, like pre pre-cognition uh, dreams and things like that when I was a child. But I don't know, it's, it's weird, right? Because you have those, you have those experiences, but then when you detach from them, you start to question yourself, you know, oh, right. you, start okay. to, you start to, that logical side of the brain yeah. comes in and you start to think, did that actually happen? Was I imagining it? So, yeah. So then when I went through the plant medicines and, you know, I had certain visions and certain things happened. So I've worked with ayahuasca and with peyote, which is the cactus as well. Um, you know, that kind of brought me back to that grounding. And, and I, you know, the reason I was drawn to them is just I've always had this questioning. You know, I've always had this... This curiosity. Curiosity and drive to dig deeper. And, you know, I'm not one to kind of bury my head in the sand. Like, I want to know everything. Yeah, um, you're, look, you're looking, you're, you're seeking knowledge and wisdom. Yeah. So that's interesting that you've, you've had those experiences. And, and would you say that then now they have enhanced your faith in something more than the physical? Yeah, 100%. Because when you work with, you know, things like ayahuasca, like I mentioned to you, I saw a lot of similarities between the work that we did and the ayahuasca as well, which was really interesting. Yeah, um, the regression itself, like with the regression, a with similar you, yeah. experience. Yeah, correct. But yeah. People do say that it is like an alternative that's similar, yeah. Yeah, uh, but obviously with the with the ayahuasca because it's an external thing that you're consuming. Like, yeah, you're kind of forced into it in a way. Well, you mean um, you've got no, you've got no. Once you're in there, you haven't got a lot yeah. of choice of. Yeah, well, there's no backing out, right? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Once you've taken the medicine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true, and of course, that is a difference in the regression. You know, you're got a little bit, perhaps, more control because we'll discuss. I will discuss with the client whether they want to move forward if they're feeling stuck at any point yeah. because something might be a bit challenging coming up. Then we can have actually have a discussion about moving forward and how we move forward so that we feel in control. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, is that would that be true in the ayahuasca experience that you feel a bit less in control? Yes and no. I do feel like there's an innate intelligence to that medicine as well where it will push you just as far as what you need to go okay Um, yes so you're sort of being guided as well absolutely you do feel that sense of a higher intelligent intelligence within it that will guide you through it yeah that's important isn't it because i haven't done it myself and i probably won't and don't need to but i do have clients come who have tried it you know, a percentage of people who have then looked for the regression experience to take them in with, without the purging, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, yeah. And I understand why. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Because it is, the, you know, the people that do this kind of work are those people that are questioning and don't want to leave any stone left unturned, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, that is true. Where You're trying different things to, to uh, get the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding. Yeah. 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 So, well, you came for the regression. So can you share a bit about why you decided to come for the regression? 
Yeah, well, I guess partly to do with what I just said, you know, it's something that I've, I've been interested in a long time. I've been reading about for a long time. Um, and then just by happenstance, I um, heard you on another podcast. Um, right. Yeah, and I really resonated with your message. I resonated with the history that you came from as well, because, you know, like I do like the kind of woo-woo side of things, but also I do like it to be grounded as well and I found you had a good balance of both because I think you do need a balance of both right like you need to be open-minded but then you've also got to have one foot in reality so that's what I really enjoyed um about um your perspective yeah I think that balance is good (laughs) yeah it's worthwhile having Absolutely. And then obviously I've done the work with ayahuasca and whilst that was amazingly transformative for me, like I think people should understand that it's not a magic bullet. I don't think anything is a magic bullet. I don't think, you know, the ayahuasca, I don't think, you know, the regressions, I think they all work you know, can work synergistically, but then they're, they're not a magic bullet. Uh, it's it's a tool in our toolbox, right? Yes. Um, and I think that's very important tools, but you know, they're not going to be. That's right. Be a, We've got to do the work ourselves as well. You know, that's part of it, isn't yeah. it? Life so, is our greatest teacher, I believe. Yeah. So when you came, I think I remember you saying that you had some major shifts in your life. And there was a few little feelings that you had that you were also exploring. Do you want to share any of that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think the main thing was that I had this uh, lingering feeling of guilt, uh-huh. you know, guilt, um, just something in the pit of my stomach that I couldn't quite get my, I couldn't get. How, handle on it? Or? Yeah, handle on where it was coming from. Because obviously, because I've done a lot of that kind of, uh, transcendental work and it was just something there and I think I mentioned uh, something it's a phrase that I've, I heard years and years ago and it's something that's always been in my head it's something called the god hole which the basically god is, hole yeah god ah, hole so it's like a like, bit of uh, emptiness or something like that yeah yeah and I think a lot of people describe it you know like you know their life is how it's supposed to be they've got a good job a family but they're missing that kind of spirituality component as human beings that's why we've always had some form of spirituality uh we've always had something um, something there backing us up sort of yeah correct yes yeah, i think you're right that's something we miss in the modern world a lot of people are missing because we're all questioning you know no one no one knows 100 percent what happens after we die right like we can have strong beliefs and there's some strong evidence towards certain things but we no one absolutely knows yeah, well, it's interesting because you came in with that feeling then, like those questions about mm. the God hole, wanting to fill that, and then this feeling of guilt. I think mm. a lot of people are carrying that. And I think you also said that at the time, like you were very active, you were you were busy. And a lot of yeah. people, that's the way we deal with those feelings is to stay busy. <laughs> Would yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the key themes through that regression was on that wanted to go through was that feeling of never doing enough it was never being enough yeah never being enough wow that's so common isn't it yeah so we want to find out what happened about that guilt but we'll (laughs) maybe we'll go to the past lives because you did have you had a number of past lives if i remember correctly that you actually went to which is great when that comes through do you Mm. Do you remember and can you share a little bit about what happened in the past lives? The first one that came up, I I got this vision of being a young boy, blonde hair, and just 
sitting in front of the pyramid um, and just really feeling at peace, you know, coming to a place where, you know, I felt really complacent, you know. Yes, I remember that now because I, I'm sort of thinking there's going to be more action in there and yeah. unlike your current life, <laughs> it seemed to be that, you know, you were meant to just sit there and be in a very peaceful state. Yeah, and, and, you know, and it felt really nice. Like it felt, you know, it was kind of twilight. I was just sitting there almost in a meditative state. I remember there was a fire there and it just felt that real complacent peace that, you yeah. know, I struggle to find um, in my life now, you know, without okay. my, my mind racing of what I've got to do next or, you know, um, what's happened in the past. And, you know, I think we do struggle in this day and age to just be and just be in the present, yeah. right? And you that know. all disappeared at that moment. I find it amazing that I'm not doing that. I'm just the the person who's getting you into the relaxed state yeah. and then you move into a sort of situation. This is how it works in the regression for people who don't know. And it's not, I'm not leading you. You just suddenly, you were just suddenly there and somehow your guidance has created that feeling within yeah. you. Yeah, which was amazing. Yeah. I think it's amazing too. Like we just move in and there it is. And if you meant to get that, that's what you get. Absolutely, yeah. And and that's one of the things. And another parallel with the medicine, I think the medicine gives you what you're supposed to get, but what you need at that time. Um, yeah, so it's guided from that higher intelligence that you're saying, talking yeah. about. I remember that because I'm sort of in the regression. I'm wondering, I'm asking questions, I think, saying, you know, like, where are we going now? What are we doing? I can't remember, but I probably would have said that at one stage. And I think you said something along the lines of this is what I'm meant to, I'm meant to be here feeling this. I realised then that that was what that was about, reminding yeah. you what it's like to be in a serene, peaceful state. Yeah, not having to do something, not feeling the need to do something all the time. Just That's being right. is it being is enough, right? Like we're a human being. I yeah, think I've heard it say human being. We're not a human doing. We're a human <laughs> being. <laughs> How true. So we did that being, and then that lasted a little while for you yeah. to get it. And then we did we move on to another. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you asked me, how did I get there? And I remember feeling like uh, I'd just been on a pill. I saw it like a donkey or something All like right. that. And yeah. being on a pilgrimage to get there, which I think I thought was pretty cool because I've always wanted to do a pilgrimage of some sort. Okay. Like I've looked at the popular pilgrimages and it's something that's always interested me. And I felt like it was the pilgrimage to the pyramids. To the pyramid felt, where yeah. you were and, and you got the energy of it. Wow, isn't that great? And that's a lot easier than going on, the, yeah. on those long pilgrimage. <laughs> Definitely, so you did yeah. it in the regression. I'm joking, of course, but that was interesting. And then we went to a different scene. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And then it was kind of like a, a, a massive trip to position from there whereby I was uh, in a hustle, in the hustle and bustle of a market and I was a market seller. And I got a vision of this guy's face and just kind of hustling in the market, um, which was very cool. Uh, in a bazaar, I think you said, and you were very yeah. busy there in a happy way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think I really enjoyed the energy of being there. Yeah, and it was really interesting. I think you brought it up at the time is that it was kind of like the yin and the yang, right? So you've got the peace on this side, but then, you know, there is that hustle and bustle and uh, moving through energy. Yeah, Happy energy, because you said that you enjoyed it, if I remember correctly, like I was asking, like, how do you feel there? And you said you felt very secure and, 
and comfortable and and enjoying the the activity almost. Yeah, absolutely. So this does happen in the regressions, how the guides take you to those two extremes mm. to show you that that's what life is about, those mm. the balance of the quiet and the activity, fun, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, and you can have both. It's just about finding that balance. And I think they both work with it. I think we need both of them. Yeah, it's finding that balance, but I think we're pushed more towards the go, go, go in this society. Well, that's what the lesson was for you to find yeah. that that balance. Yeah. And then what I, I thought the next scene you went to was very interesting. You You had something in front of you. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, the, the grey alien. Yes, that doesn't happen much in my regressions, but you were faced with this grey alien. That, that, that sort of that was a bit surprising to me. Was that surprising to you? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But then again, it's, and this isn't uh, something that came up straight away, but then that has happened in my um, ayahuasca ceremonies as well, being confronted with this grey alien, which uh-huh. was really interesting. And it came through as kind of like a guide. But yeah, very interesting and, and definitely a little bit freaky because we were asking questions about um, what, you know, why was it that I had this guilt? Was there anything from my past? And it wasn't very clear on that, if I remember rightly. I think he said something like, um, I'm just looking at the notes, and uh, we asked why in this form. Why was he there in that form? And this is what I've written down here. That is where you came from. That's what yeah. they said. So that's and really it, interesting. Yeah. And there's something about why you came to Earth as well. I think I might have asked, why did you come to Earth then? If you've been an alien somewhere else, then obviously you've come to planet Earth as a human. Yeah. Do you remember what they said? No, I don't actually. Okay, good. Oh, that's good. See, there's always more to discover when you go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> back listening to the regression, <laughs> the recording or uh, reading the notes. It said something about coming to Earth to heal the trauma from another place. Yeah, that's right. But it didn't expand on what the trauma was. No, this is one of the things that's happening sometimes now in the regressions. Earlier in the piece, they did go into the trauma sometimes. But these days, they're sort of saying to us, I think, in a general sense, that the trauma can be healed in a different way. We don't Mm. have to go back into it. In Mm. the past, maybe we needed to, but we don't always need to go back into the trauma to heal it. And they said that guilt was related to your past trauma. And I asked, do we need to go in? And I've noticed lately quite often they say, no, we don't need to. There's other ways. And they give you options. Interesting. And, of course, that peaceful meditation is what they were suggesting, if I remember correctly. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it just told me, you know, because I'm always seeking that knowledge and I'm always seeking to do something to feel worthy, I guess. And it made me come back to the feeling that, you know, it was more so coming back into myself than seeking interior knowledge instead of exterior knowledge and um, sitting with myself a lot more. Um, And that is something that I've been doing since. I still feel like I need to do it more, but actually, yeah, since since we had that, um, particularly in that first week or so, I spent at least a couple of hours a day um, that week of, you know, sitting with myself and letting things drop in. And I did find things were dropping in a okay. lot more readily. Well, that was a very clear message in your regression. Like it yeah. is in a lot of regressions these days of people who I would say are at your level of, you know, soul development where it's not about the external, it is about the external world, like the bizarre that we talked about, but also Mm. about finding this inner peace and resolving issues from 
that way. I think that alien guide said something about it, love, surrender, letting the past through, but in the time that's right for you. So they're probably saying that might come up when mm. you're ready, mm. you know, when you're meditating and you'll find that they'll guide you on to heal that. So, yeah. you know, a lot of us can do, find a way of healing ourselves if we take that quiet time. Because we do, we, we have everything in us to be able to heal ourselves, I believe. That's what they said, right. they, that the message you got in the regression. Well, I sort of thought that was a message for me too, and that's what I do is do uh, meditation or, and if any fear or anxiety or whatever comes up, to sit with it. And sometimes mm. a thought like an idea does come up from the past or somewhere and you make that connection of how you're feeling now to the past, what triggered it. And yeah. it's funny how quickly it can go away. It mm. can actually re be released pretty quickly. And I think you said this guilt that you said you came in with, do you remember what they suggested about that? Well, they suggested to do more of the, you know, the, the time with myself and more and allowing those feelings to come through and let, like you say, let them come to the surface right. and release them. And I definitely, uh, yeah, I absolutely resonate with that. It's definitely something I, I, I need to do and I have been doing more of since and I still need to do more of that. And of I think that. it's a lifelong practice, right? Found, well, it is. Found. That is what they said to just do uh, that piece that you found at the beginning at the sitting with the pyramid and then I think they're suggesting to sit with that and any feelings that you have and allow them to be there rather than pushing them away and like that's what we're doing like you said mm. before pushing it away with all of that with all of that activity yeah it's an avoidance isn't it I guess it is it's an avoidance technique it um, is we want yeah. the, we, we want to have life but we want to have the peace too yeah yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's been really cool and uh, being able to just sit with myself and let those downloads come in. And, and again, I felt the presence of those spirit guides when I've allowed myself to do that, which is, you know, yeah. which is amazing to do because it's hard to explain exactly how to do it, right? Because you do it without trying. You've got to kind of try, but not try too much. That's right. It is a balance. <laughs> it's, just, it's really about trust and allowing. And if nothing's happening, allowing nothing thing to happen yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of getting worried about it or if you've called the guides in and you don't sense them not to get too stressed about that either and are you doing it every day do you think or not? I was doing it every day I've not been doing it every day for kind of the last week uh, but I did it every day for about a week after we spoke um, but it's because I, I find it difficult to do it uh, you know it's one of the most challenging things oh tell me, me more about that that's interesting to yeah. slow down, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because of all those feelings that we spoke about. So it is a really challenging thing for me to do that because okay. generally we always feel like we should be doing something. But you talk to anyone and they never feel like they're doing enough. It sounds to me then that your regression, then, if that's true and it's quite difficult to do that, that's really what they were trying to get through to you, that you need yeah. to do that. The more you do it, of course, the easier it will become. But slowing down when you are young and active, I think, yeah, it's probably challenging, like you said, but probably the more you do it, the easier it'll get. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's one of the things um, in my, because I'm a coach, a health coach, one of the things that I always talk to my clients about is usually the things that we have an aversion to are the yeah. things that we need to do more. Uh, how right. You're right. Yeah. Yes, you are a health coach, which is great and that you're doing that work and helping people in Australia and around the world, I believe. You, you use Zoom to help. 
<laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, and, and that's been a massive development in my life. You know, over the past three, four years, I left my job in, uh, I was a finance broker for a long time and I made a massive change and partly to do with the internal work that I've done with the medicines and things like that. So you so, felt called to make that change? 100%. Yeah. You know, I made a massive change to my lifestyle about 10, 11 years ago. So I've been on this path for kind of a long time. Time. And, and so just on that point then, like there was one thing that relating to you being a health coach is mm-hmm. that I remember that they said something about health mm-hmm. and the importance of that. Do you remember that? So it was, a, I mean, the phrase that I said was our body is like a vessel. It's like an antenna. We need to have a clear body and a, a healthy body because we're so inundated with toxins and endocrine disruptors and things like that. Even if we're trying to avoid them, you know, they're on top of us these days. So we have to control what, we're, what we can control when it comes to health, you know, control what we put in our body. And, and that's not just that physical health. That's, our, you know, our mental, mental health, health as well. Well, right? yeah, how true. So then interestingly enough, I was having a conversation with my friend and he said the exact same thing. We've got to receive those messages that yeah, they're there yeah. to help us. We, we need to have, be clear in our body. One thing I wanted to mention to you, be interested to get your thoughts on this. Um, so when I was a couple of days after I was walking, taking my dog for a walk, I was having one of those moments where you start, you detach from it and you start to persuade yourself maybe it was in your brain, start to doubt what's happened. And so I was so like, sort of doubt? That yeah. doubt coming in, was it all in my head? Was I imagining it? So I called out to my spirit guide and I said, look, all right, I need something tangible. If you really were there, show me something, I don't know, like a symbol or something like that. And then within about a minute of saying that, I looked to my right-hand side and I saw one of those porcelain elephants, you know, the exact same one that's in your... Oh, uh, in my office. <laughs> in your office. And I remember commenting it on it. Y- yes, you did. When I was there, yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting. Oh, that's strange. Like, just as you were walking along, you saw... Just as I was walking along, I called out to my spirit guide and I was like... And oh, you saw I, an elephant. The exact same one that you've got in your... Oh, room. yes. How interesting. Okay, so see, they are there to reassure us. And so, you know, you're being guided then. That's great. Yeah, I would say that's that's definitely a sign and a reassurance because of that connection and that you noticed it when you came in. And I I can tell you now, I can't remember anybody noticing it like before. So there you go. Look, it's almost like they set these things up. I don't know how it works, but it's (laughs) all quite amazing. I'm glad you mentioned that because it's important for people to know that, you know, you can ask for signs and they will come if you're open. The other thing was too that your granddad came through the the session. Do you remember anything about that? I do, yeah. Um, And it actually made me quite emotional when he came through because um, he was quite a stern man, my granddad. So he lived quite a hard life. He, He worked down the coal mines and then he died of cancer in his 60s. He wasn't a very open kind of loving granddad, distant yeah a little bit distant and quite strict like he was quite strict with my mom and you know he he didn't really show any kind of outward signs of affection really yeah he's a big closed down sort of guy yeah yeah nice guy looked after his family and stuff like that did the right thing he wasn't a bad guy by any stretch stretch of imagination but you know more of that masculine not in touch with their emotionals kind of guy yeah 
And he came through and kind of apologized for that and said that he was carrying a lot of things and that's why he was like that. And he doesn't want the same for me. So it's really important to be able to, you know, release those energies and release those kind of uh, closed down emotions. Yeah, because I remember when he was on his deathbed going to see him and you could see he kind of had released a lot of the things that he lived with at that point as well. I remember there was more, I remember mentioning there was more of a lightness to him than there was before he was sick. Okay, so it says it changed at that time. Yeah. So was would you say that that was unexpected? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You didn't I, expect was, him to turn up? No, not at all, because we weren't really close in, in life when he was living. So I didn't expect him to show up like that. So that was really interesting. And it was, it was really pleasant. I mean, it did make me quite emotional to see that. But yeah, it was... Um, well, he was being affectionate and caring and he was different, wasn't he, I guess? Yeah, there was definitely a lightness to him that I hadn't noticed in in, in know, life. In that was good. So that that's one of the questions I like to ask is um, what was surprising? Would you say that was the most surprising or was there other things that surprised you in the regression? Actually, yeah, I would say that probably was the most surprising. Yeah, that he came through like that. Yeah, I really wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and I had uh, the Native American came through as well. A guide. That was a, a guide. A guide. A wisdom keeper, I think he said. Yeah, and I've had some contact with him through the plant medicines as well. Oh, right, yes, well, you would, wouldn't you? So some of these came through, but grandfather didn't come through in the ayahuasca situation. No, 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 So that is a little bit different. It's always good to have something like that that, you know, gives you a little bit of confidence in the whole process. Yeah, There was something else that was really interesting here. I've gone through your notes and just highlighted stuff because I thought your regression was very uh, informative for people about how to to realise that a lot of what's happening externally to us or maybe Mm. everything at some level has got an inner aspect to it. Mm. But I remember um, one of the guides something saying about death. And do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. What do you remember them saying? This is interesting because that's something that I've kind of carried um, for a while. I mean, I guess we all, at least at some time in our life, have a bit of a fear of death or an apprehension about death. And it's certainly something that I've battled with. When I, when I was about 18, 19, I went to a psychic and the psychic said to me, all I can see is your heart. And I took that to mean as I'm going to have heart complications when I... When oh, I you've got to be uh, careful making those interpretations. Yeah, I know. Right, but it might have been something else. <laughs> it might have been something else, but that that was where my neurotic mind went to, right? Okay. Is, you know, is oh, I'm going to die. Because my, my other granddad on my dad's side died in his late 50s of heart attack. And I was a little bit paranoid about. So that's what I carried with me. And... Uh, um, yeah, and then through the regression, I got the message, um, death is easy. <laughs> death is the easy part. Life is the, the challenging part. Death being is, born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, being born and going through life. That's the difficult part. Death is Yeah, um, I thought that was funny that they said that, but that, that's what the guys have said to me. Like, a death is beautiful, and, of course, we yeah. don't think of it like that, but no. it's it's just worth remembering that. So I thought that was an important message you got. Wow. You got a lot of good good messages there about, how to focus on the inside and how to meditate. I was going to tell you a story. One client came to me 
and uh, she was told to meditate. Now, so I'm, mm. I'm doing this as a warning. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I thought I better say it because what happened was she came for a second regression, very excited yeah. to do a life between lives regression. The first time she had a fantastic session, absolutely fantastic, and got all this information. And then the second time, she couldn't get anything. And I'm thinking, what's going on? She was so, it was so easy last time. And the guide said to her, you didn't do what we said. <laughs> and I said, what's that? And they said, you haven't been meditating. So she was told that she needed to daily meditate. Then she came for the session and they just said, go away and, and you've got to meditate. And <laughs> then you can come back for another one. And I thought, wow, that was, <laughs> that was pretty stern. So you know, I'm just sharing that with you and yeah. with listeners that if you know, you're getting that message to meditate each day that you, you should be doing it, even though it's difficult in the beginning, yeah. it get, does get easier. Yeah, I think yeah. I use music actually. Music has programmed me now. I could just turn it on and I usually calm straight down and yeah. if I've got anything happening. How are you doing it? Um, I'm trying out different ways at the moment. But, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's good to have an anchor point. Music can be a good anchor point. Yes. So you should do some um, recordings. Before I came to this session, you send out a, a meditation. And I found that really, um, really grounding as well. Yeah. It's like a body scan. Um, so I've tried a few things. I did. Uh, there's an app called Insight Timer. Yes, that's right. I use that's the one I use. Yeah, there's so many there that it's hard to find the right ones. But maybe I will do a few, and it's easy to put them on the website if people want to use them. I have mm. done them before, and I get anybody who's come to see me. Of course, my voice is a bit programmed with them then, yes. and it, that yeah. helps too. We are very habitual humans, and we do, you know, we listen to the same thing. It does drop in eventually. So the other thing I was going to ask you, Chris, is. The experience itself, you've had ayahuasca and that's obviously been pretty vivid, I would imagine. Can you talk a little bit about that? And was it the same in the regression or different? Very similar. I mean, I definitely don't feel the need to go out and do ayahuasca so much now as probably okay. what I did do before, which I think is a really good thing. I think the more we can rely on ourselves, you know, and our own cognition and I think innately that's what we all can do it's just finding our own pathway towards it right but yes. I think the plant medicines work well these days because we're so cluttered and inundated with different things it's kind of like a big whack to the system yeah. you know big but then you can have um challenging trips too have you had any oh, of those yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think they're all challenging <laughs> all right to be fair you can have challenges in the regression too yeah. Just that you've got a, somebody physically here with you to help mm. you get through that, which does seem to help. Yeah, okay. So you would say it was pretty vivid. It was pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. would happen is I would kind of, when the past lives would drop in or when the guides would come in, I would kind of see their face. Okay. And then I would get downloads, which is very similar to how it works with the ayahuasca as well. I'd okay. see kind of an image of something and it would be kind of a brief image, but I'd get a good idea of what it is. It's not like someone standing in front of you talking to you. The kind of that image, like I'd see my granddad's face and then I'd get those downloads of information. Downloads. That's the way you get it. Others mm. might get it in a different way, but it seems like what was interesting to me is that the ayahuasca experience and the regression experience are very similar and that is interesting in itself. I think you've done a great job of explaining uh, what's happened and important messages you've got about meditation, calming down the quiet and looking to into the inside to find our healing, to find mm. our 
what we need to do. And then also the health work you do, and maybe you'll progress into that inner stuff as well. Like I know you're doing that with your coaching, helping people with the inner world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. It's definitely something I want to explore more. I, I'm sure you mm-hmm. will. But of course, you know, as you get further along on your journey, that will happen. But the health itself is, I know it's important mm. to eat healthy foods because there's so much temptation out there at the moment. There's a lot of temptation. You walk into a grocery store, it's so easy to move towards the sweet thing. Well, I don't do it anymore, but it is. It has been yeah. in the past. Yeah. And things that you you really shouldn't be eating except on special occasions. I think that's true. I think you do need to clear in your body to be able yeah. to get that information. It's not just about the, obviously the food and everything is very important, but it's, it's just as important to have good connection. You know, yes. it's just as important to have those um, exterior health practices like meditation, like they're the cornerstones because so my business is called the human optimization project. The so, human optimization project. project. Oh, thanks for sh- sharing yeah. that. Because that means they can find that online if they need to. Yeah, if, if you want to find me on my Instagram, it's uh, coach underscore Chris Browning. But yeah, I, I everything is important. It's not just about the physical health. It's about the mental health. They're the cornerstones. And it's about finding a community and finding people that you connect with. That's yes. what makes a human being. And, and, you know, and that spiritual side, I yeah. think, is, is just as important as well. And, and you Absolutely. know, can't be understated. I agree with you completely there that people are feeling lost. Like I can remember when I was a psychologist, I had people coming to me and saying, I've got the great job. I've got the great wife. I've got the great kids, in-laws, friends, mm. house, car. Why am I feeling so empty? Yeah. That's the the one that a lot of people are missing. And that spiritual connection and understanding it is so important. And that's what your regression, they were really emphasizing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because I have, you know, over the last 10 years, you know, because I'm almost 40 now, but in my 20s, you know, I drank, I smoked, you know, <laughs> I ate rubbish food. So, you know, for me to come to this point, like the cornerstone of that was getting my physical health in order, I feel. I feel yeah. that I needed to get that physical health in order because if we're feeling tired all the time, you know, if we're suffering from gut issues, which is primarily what I'm dealing with, that that has a knock-on effect on everything. It's basic, isn't it? Like that's the your grounded part. You want to get that sorted and then you want to open up to those yeah. higher levels, that higher self where we get that beautiful guidance coming through to help us on our journey because it's not an easy place here. <laughs> no, no, exactly. And I think that there's a good reason why there's a very popular saying is that, you know, your body is your temple. Yes. I think we should take that very literally. Like we spoke about, is that it's doing that inside work, right? And, you know, if you look at the temples are a place of worship and you respect that temple, you know, the Muslims, right. the Christians, the churches, everything, like you wouldn't go it's, in there and mess it up. It's, it's sacred. sacred. I think that's a good point. And in the work you're doing, that's what you're doing, helping people get to that respect and treating their body as sacred. And everyone's different as well, you know. It's very individualised and that's what I do because I do blood analysis. So it's very individual to you. To you. So you do the analysis. That is great. So I think that we've covered it pretty well. Um, It was pretty interesting regression and I certainly got a lot of messages for myself, again, a reminder, which and, and I hope some of the other people have got a reminder of the importance of 
looking at the inside and not just externalizing. We externalize stuff, but we want to look inside because we're the ones reacting to the external situations. And if we can find peace within ourselves with those situations, which often have got a history to them, then we can release them and feel a lot happier in ourselves. So just to, to sum up, anything more you'd want to add about the experience of doing the regression? Yeah, look, I just um, really want to try and encourage people, if you haven't done it already, to definitely explore because you create such an amazing atmosphere there and, you know, you allow people to feel, obviously speaking from personal experience, you know, to feel really comfortable and and to share those things. So I think it's amazing work that you do and an amazing tool that I think we should all explore. Well, thanks, Chris. (laughs) I would just say that if you feel called to do it, like you did, yeah then it's right for you. But yeah. that's that's the thing. People do need to feel called to do it. Yes. So thank you for that. I'm glad you had an amazing experience and it's helped you on your journey this yeah. lifetime. Yeah, I definitely is, feel a lot lighter. That's always a good feeling <laughs> to yeah. have. So I just want to thank you for coming on to our podcast and thank wishing you, you all the best for the future. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate it. feel free to access my website, lifebetweenlivesregression.com.au for much more information about past lives and life between lives. You also might want to tune in to my Twitter and my Instagram account and my Facebook page, Karen Joy Author. On my website, you will find case studies explored in depth in my blogs and in my books and locate other useful information and resources. Thank you for listening.